Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. I hope everyone had a wonderful Labor Day weekend last week. It was a little different this year. While there were anglers on the water, activity was lighter than what normally takes place on what is traditionally the last big, busy summer weekend. Even so, anglers in search of perch on Devil's Lake found some nice success in 23 to 25 feet using small minnows in East Bay. Over on the main part of Devil's Lake, anglers are still finding fair to good numbers of small walleye. Try jigging in deeper bowls on the main lake, or try spinners and bottom bouncers with night crawlers. You might even want to try crankbaits. Start around 8 feet and work out deeper with the larger fish in that deeper water. Lake levels have dropped on Lake Irving, so access is best using smaller boats. But look for some nice walleye success. Jamestown and Pipestem Reservoir reports are elusive again this week. But Lake Ashtabula has a nice fall bite going on. Look for a mix of panfish, including bluegill and crappie. Several pike tipping the scale around 20 pounds have been taken, and the lake is producing some walleye activity. Over on the Missouri River, lower-than-average garrison dam releases could make accessing the river further south of Bismarck Mandan, that's on Lake Oahe portion, a little more challenging with larger boats. Anglers might want to see if they can get updates for locations such as like Beaver Bay on Lake Oahe. The tail race has continued catfish success, but slower walleye activity from boats. Most walleye are small and coming from the spillway channel. Look for some pike mixed in, though, in the tail race. Anglers also might want to try the shoots at night for walleye and salmon, and there's even a few trout mixed in. Overall, it's a bit inconsistent, though. Lake Sakakawea has a tough walleye bite on the east end with fish in about 30 to 52 feet. Work off the points with better success farther west of Pick City. You might also want to try jigging shallow, but the success is a little slower. Douglas Bay is another area to try and look for some activity along the pumping station along the U.S. Highway 83 embankment. Anglers are finding good numbers of smallmouth bass on the east end as well along the south shore, any place there's rocky points and stuff. Salmon are offering some nice fall fishing. Work deep in about 80 feet and a little deeper, but a few of them are starting to show up um, in the morning and when they're using long lining with crankbaits. We should soon be moving into the time of year that offers some shore fishing activity for salmon. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale. And she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Here is a Podcast Extra 
Boy, am I honored to have this guy on the air with us this afternoon. Wildlife Division Chief Jeb Williams has just been appointed to serve as the new director to the North Dakota Game and Fish Department, and he joins us live from his office in Bismarck. Good afternoon, and congratulations, Director Jeb Williams. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it, and I always appreciate the opportunity to visit with you, so I appreciate the nice uh, the nice comments. Well, it's uh, our pleasure to have you on, sir. Congratulations. 22 years with Game and Fish. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. It's where, where, the, where have those years gone? But yeah, when you add them up, that's, that's where I'm at. And what a, what a great 22 years it's been working with the staff and the public here in North Dakota has, has, has been uh, just been a very rewarding experience. And I'm really excited about the opportunity to now serve the agency as its new director. Well, and they couldn't have picked a better guy. Uh, he has been in a variety of roles, natural resources technician and biologist, outreach biologist, and wildlife resource management supervisor, and now named uh, to the – oh, and he was, by the way, the chief of the department's wildlife division in 2014 after being assistant wildlife chief since 2011. And now Jeb Williams is the next uh, director of North Dakota Game and Fish, and he joins us today. So, uh, director – why did you want to be game and fish director? Did you pursue the job? Well, it was it, it was something that I that I thought about, and of course, when it when it came open, Dan, it was something I I gave put in a lot of time and and uh, thought process with my family about it. But you know, ultimately, it came down to to really loving North Dakota, loving what we've done as a department, and and wanting to put my I guess my name in the hat for uh, uh, for the director position. I, like you mentioned, I've spent my entire career as a department. I think I have a good working knowledge of the department. I think I have a good understanding of of the challenges that that we deal with in the department and and how to how to solve a lot of those challenges. And you know, I, I guess just my love of North Dakota, I felt like the opportunity to serve in this capacity was it was an opportunity that I should probably try to take advantage of. And I, it's something that I that I didn't take lightly, just knowing and seeing the the amount of work and the job that the Terry Steinwan did for 15 years. And then Dean Hildebrand did before him. Those are the two directors that I've known in my tenure as game and fish. And I know what a difficult job it is by seeing those two individuals and the work that goes into it. But again, I have a lot of, have a lot of love for the state of North Dakota and then especially the outdoor resources that uh, we're so blessed to have. And, and uh, so that's ultimately what tipped the scales to, to give me interest in the position. Jeb Williams is the new Game and Fish Director, and he's joining us on this Friday afternoon. So, Jeb, what is uh, your your vision? I mean, you've been in with Game and Fish, as we've talked about a number of times already, 22-plus uh, years. So you must have a vision for the direction that you want Game and Fish to go. Is there any big agenda items that you would like to introduce or a direction you'd like to go? Well, I, I think from a vision standpoint, again, this is something that I've, I've thought about a lot from being – since 2014, being the wildlife division chief, we, you know, one of the things we, we talked about a lot was, you know, our, our, our public focus, our, our customer service, whether we're dealing with hunters, whether we're dealing with uh, private landowners, is, you know, having, providing the best customer services as we can, representing, uh, representing the public. And, and, you know, and that's, that's, that's not going to be any different, you know, here in the director's role. And so, you know, one of the things we also were tasked with in the wildlife division was, really trying to balance the resource out there and the interests that are associated with, you know, whether that's, you know, balancing and managing the interests associated with deer in North Dakota or, or mountain lions in North Dakota. And now from a department perspective is, you know, just really trying to balance the interests that are out there and knowing that we have some really 
passionate people that make North Dakota home because of our outdoor responsibilities and, uh, you know, to balancing those, those challenges that we have, uh, you know, say with deer and elk or too many deer and elk with, uh, on, on the private landscape, how do you, how do you best manage those, uh, those challenges and balancing those, those interests. And so those are some things that we're going to continue to work on, uh, you know, working, closer and closely with private landowners continues to be a, a goal of mine. That was something within the wildlife division that we really focused on and, and try to do as good a job as we can, understanding that 93% of North Dakota is privately owned and private landowners are our biggest partner out there. And it's in sportsmen and women of the state are very dependent on them for outdoor opportunities. And so as a state agency, game and fish department, we need to work with them as closely as we possibly can. You know, I was going to ask uh, what hunters and anglers might see differently in the future. You've kind of answered the hunter part of that uh, question. Anything anglers might be seeing differently? Anything you want to uh, add, change, put your name to as far as uh, fishing and angling uh, in North Dakota? Well, you know, one of the things we're looking at, we're obviously seeing some challenges coming up. You know, we're, we're, we've been in some really good years and good times with fishing and obviously the number of lakes were record number of lakes and opportunities for, for anglers. The last number of years were in, in a little bit of challenging times right now with the drought situation and conditions that those have created. And it, it's going to be something to see here over the next year or so to see if this drought is a, is a, is a short term thing, or if we're going into more long term to where we're going to start seeing some of those opportunities, um, reduced versus uh, added to which they've been in the last number of years. And so there's going to be some challenges ahead with that. And obviously aquatic nuisance species is, is something that is, uh, you know, has been very challenging for the department and the, in the fisheries uh, division over the last number of years. And, and those issues aren't going away. It's just going to be about the department uh, continuing to work with the public and, and to try to safeguard our resources the best we can. New Game and Fish Director Jeb Williams is joining us today. So, Jeb, where does Jeb come from? What's Jeb short for? So, Jeb isn't short for anything. Jeb is my name. And, uh, you know, I was talking about that when, uh, you know, so Jeb Bush, a lot of people always talked about, you know, Governor Jeb Bush and that being the first name. Well, that really wasn't his name. So, Jeb, that, that was actually his initials for Governor Jeb Bush. And, and uh, so, J-E-B, I can't remember if it was John Edward Bush or just what. Something like that. I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm a true Jeb and uh, born and raised in uh, in Beach, North Dakota. That is, uh, that's my name, and you don't uh, you don't hear it very often. But there's a few of us running around out there, and so it's it's always kind of fun to run into somebody else with my same name. But. I, I agree. Uh, Jeb Williams is joining us. He's the new game and fish director. So uh, we're getting to know you a little bit. What is your favorite thing to hunt and fish? Well, upland upland game is is something that I have always spent a lot of time with. I just think that there's. There's not a lot of other real peaceful peaceful ways to spend your day than you know hunting behind a, a good dog and you know chasing pheasants, chasing grouse. I mean that that's something that's been a passion of mine. Uh, you know, big game hunting is always right up there too. But I uh, one of the things that is so great about North Dakota though, Dan, is that you know wherever you're at as far as conditions go, maybe if pheasant numbers aren't real good, deer deer numbers aren't real good. There's there's always going to be something. The walleyes are going to be good somewhere else, or there's going to be Canada geese to chase. There seems like there's, if a person isn't one-dimensional in North Dakota, you're, you're, you're going to have outdoor opportunities, and that is what is so unique, and, 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 and it's what's to love about when it comes to North Dakota outdoors. So if you could only have one meal of a North Dakota 
product, fish, game, you know, <laughs> bird, whatever it is, if you could only eat one meal, what would your favorite game meal be? Wow, that that might be the toughest question I've had all week, Dan. Um, you know, boy, it's pretty tough to beat. Pretty tough to beat a, a good a, a good meal of walleye, or you know, honestly, I've always really liked northern pike too. I, you know, granted, ice fishing wise and little colder water, sometimes that's a little better than the summer months. But you know, just the firmness of that pike meat is something that's uh, that's always really enjoyable too. But yeah, I suppose if a person had to choose again, a, a pretty good plate of walleye is. It's pretty tough to turn down. How's your first week been? You're wrapping up your first week as the boss. How's it been? It's it's been great. I, I can't uh, I can't thank everybody enough for the you know the nice comments and, and gestures that have been that I've received and uh, you know just both from internally uh, internal staff and the in the general public and um, it's yeah it's 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 really humbling to have received a lot of the comments and the vote of confidence that I have received from the folks and it's it's certainly something that. Uh, the learning curve is going to be there for me, Dan, no doubt. But when you're surrounded with really good people and, and, and relationships that you've been able to build over the years with public and partners, is that that's going to help. And I, so that, that, that just gives me some confidence going into this and knowing that uh, um, it's, I'm, going to have, I'm going to have a learning curve, there's no doubt, but I'm also going to be working with some really, really good people that are going to help out, and I'm, I'm really confident in that and very appreciative of that as well. Are you worried at all? about the stress of the job giving you a hairline like Doug Lear? Well, it's uh, my hairline is already headed in that direction anyway. So, I, yeah, some, I did one of the nice text messages I got from one of my buddies talked about that. He said, you know, he said, your hairline's been kind of going, uh, going, <laughs> disappearing these last number of years. This might put you over the edge. And I, I probably agree with him on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, maybe Doug will let you use his razor, you know, and you guys can both get that shaved look going there. <laughs> you know, right. hey, guys, guys that are, you know, I'm the same way. And, uh, you know, it's, it's too much testosterone. I'm sure you knew that right well that's right it's kind of funny dan i don't know if you have time for this but so last last during covid my kids you know they're always kind of teasing me a little bit their dad dad maybe you should just shave your head completely <laughs> and so during covid when we were you know locked in our house and not going a lot of place i thought well maybe this would be a good time so i let my my kids shave my head well then uh then there happened to be a mountain lion that was had to be put down in Fargo, and so then uh, I'd, I'd gotten a request from a media outlet that said, uh, "said Well, how about we interview you via via Zoom or via Teams?" And so I was like, "Oh shoot, yeah, I didn't I didn't think about that angle." But within two days after shaving my head completely, I was on TV, and so of course other other staff thought that was pretty comical. They said they saw that and didn't really know what to think. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, we love you, Jeb, and we're happy for you. Congratulations. Jeb Williams, the new uh, Game and Fish Director for the state of North Dakota. Jeb, thanks so very much for joining us today. I hope you get some rest and relaxation over the weekend and uh, get ready for another big week. Sounds good, Dan. Thanks a lot for the visit. Thank you. Take care. Well, it is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available. Ben, the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.